but I think it's I think it's like unique to you know grow up and like watch like the growth of the sport that you love so much and you get to see it expand and you get to see other people fall in love with it and just like grow in general it's just it's it's just great now to be able to do that at the college level at a big 10 school is just insane to me and I'm so so grateful that um this kind of happened right at the perfect time for me. I can say with probably 100% confidence that she is a role model and her name is said in every wrestling room in Hawaii multiple times throughout the season. I could say that with 100% confidence. Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. I'm Cody Goodwin, the Register's wrestling writer, and I am glad you are here. Happy Friday, April 15th. Uh, Took a week off last week because we were dealing with some sinus stuff and um, had a pretty gnarly head cold, so I wanted to get some rest and, and recover. But we are back again today talking some women's wrestling because the Iowa Hawkeye women's wrestling program literally as of this morning has hit 10 total signees for its first ever inaugural recruiting class. Pretty impressive feat, all things considered, because they literally announced the program in September. Uh, two months later, had a head coach with Clarissa Chun getting the job, and here they are now in April, literally eight months after they announced the addition of the program, a roster of 10 women, some of the best and brightest high school women's wrestlers in the country, plus a pretty talented transfer as well. Here are uh, the 10 signees for the Hawkeye women's wrestling program. Kylie Welker, Brianna Gonzalez, Emily Gonzalez, Sam Calkins, Reese Laramendi, Nyla Valencia, Ava Bayless, Ella Schmidt, Bella Murr, who recently just, uh, she just announced her signing this morning, and then Nanea Estrella, who is the transfer? She's coming from Menlo College out in California, an AI national finalist. A um, lot of talent in this group here, guys. I don't know how how often you guys have been reading the stories. I'm doing my best to kind of do, you know, here's who's committing, here's their ranking, here's their accomplishments. Every time a new one announces their commitment or announces their signing, ton of talent in this group, guys. The four top twenty overall recruits. Looking at Kylie Welker, number one overall. Um, these rankings are from USA Wrestling. Brianna Gonzalez is number 14 overall. Sam Calkins, number 16 overall. And then Reese Laramendi, number 18 overall. Um, nine of them are ranked 12th or better at their respective weights, um, which is pretty impressive, right? Again, the rankings coming from USA Wrestling. And then the 10th was uh, Nanea Estrella, NAIA national finalist this past year. NAIA, by the way, Recently just adopted women's wrestling as a championship sport, a massive step forward for the sport as a whole, as well as NAIA athletics. Um, The point here, though, is that this is a loaded first class of recruits for head coach Clarissa Chun. And just a heads up, she may not be done recruiting for this first signing class either. Just something you guys might want to just tuck away and keep an eye on here as we move through this next week and really the rest of April. Um, 
But the Hawkeye women are now at 10 signees, um, 2022 signing class. This group of women, they will redshirt this upcoming season, uh, the 22-23 season, which uh, which is going to allow them to do some open tournaments. They're going to hit some different age-level competitions throughout the year. Um, and then they'll be ready to go for the Hawkeyes' first actual season of competition in 2023-24. By then, though, head coach uh, Clarissa Chun, she'll have recruited a second wave of wrestlers as part of her 23 signing class. be kind of interesting to see how many more talented women's wrestlers she'll recruit to Iowa City, right? This could be an incredibly loaded room by the time the Hawkeye women officially begin competing, which is both exciting for the fans, um, but it also creates some gnarly expectations for the girls if it hasn't already, right? Think about who's already signed to come to Iowa City, right? Kylie Welker, junior world champ, senior world team member, Olympic trials finalist. Um, Sam Calkins, the Gonzalez twins, Reese Laramendi, Bella Myrnaila, Valencia, and Ava Bayless have all won national titles. Ella Schmidt has been the homegrown star here in the state of Iowa. Estrella comes from a highly credentialed um, NAIA women's pro Program and she herself has added to the high credentials by reaching the national finals this past year. Um, yeah, just it, it's just kind of been a thought that's been percolating in my head for a little bit that, hey, there's going to be a lot of talent in this room. People are going to have some pretty high expectations, right? We're going to cross this bridge when we get closer to the first season of competition, but you can kind of see that the expectation for these for these girls is just going to you're going to you're going to come to Iowa City, you're going to step on the mat and you're going to win right away, and not just win, but you're going to dominate, right? Um, this that idea out there that you know Iowa needs to just win national titles immediately once these girls start competing, and that idea is only going to continue to grow each time a new star prospect commits to the Hawkeyes. I'm not saying these girls can't do it, but that's a pretty heavy expectation to carry before they even move to Iowa City, right? Much less step on the mat. Most of us have seen the painstaking process, time, and commitment that it took for the Iowa men's wrestling program to climb back to the top of the NCAA mountain. Part of me thinks we should maybe temper expectations for the women just a little bit, if only that, uh, you know, we kind of want them to enjoy the process, right? Like sports are supposed to be fun. We want them to enjoy being part of the Iowa women's wrestling program, being part of the first Iowa women's wrestling team. Um I don't know, just kind of a thought that ran through my head, right? We want them to enjoy the process a little bit rather than just kind of feel the weight of expectations. Again, we'll cross this bridge when we get a little bit closer. Um, you know, would love to kind of pick Clarissa's brain about that, about how as a coach she's kind of approaching that. Um, you know, I know she's on the hunt for an assistant right now. But it is something I've asked the girls about each time, um, you know, a new one commits. Um, obviously try to get them on the phone, chat with them just about their commitment and whatnot. You're going to hear from a few of them here later in today's show. But just, you know, what's, I mean, it's got to be a little spooky, right, to, to kind of walk into a program that has literally no foundation. Like you, you signing is the foundation or at least is part of the foundation. And there's going to be some pretty heavy expectations, not only because you're super talented at the high school level, right? A lot of these, a lot of these girls, state champs, national champs, all Americans, top overall prospects, right? Um, you know, there's, you're expected to, you know, it's a, the expectation that that translates to the college level and routinely it normally does. So I've asked them about that. Like it's spooky to kind of really build this thing from the ground up, but a lot of them have kind of admitted that like, hey, yeah, it is kind of a nerve-wracking thing, but it's also really exciting because they kind of get to do it their way. They understand the expectations, you know, not only from their own success, but, you know, the, the men's wildly successful past and, and present. Um, you know, there's just, there's there's going to be a lot that's going to be asked of them as soon as they get there. 
um, or at least as soon as they get to Iowa City, right? Um, we're still a year plus out from these women officially taking the mat for the Hawkeyes. Still a lot to figure out before we get there, but each commitment is only going to raise the excitement level for the program, which has been really cool to follow. Um, but then there's also that expectation thing that's kind of lingering out there. Um, you know, something we're probably going to have to meet head on or at least have a conversation about sooner rather than later, right? Here we are, eight months later. Not only do the Hawkeyes have a women's program, not only do they have a women's head coach, but they have a roster of 10 badass women's wrestlers to go with them. Very exciting times indeed. Just kind of a few quick thoughts off the top of my head to open today's show. The rest of the show is a series of interviews, like I kind of alluded to earlier, with some of the latest commitments from the Iowa women's wrestling program. Over the last couple of weeks, the Hawkeyes have added four new signees. Nenea Estrella, Ava Bayless, Sam Calkins, and literally just this morning, Isabella Murr, Bella Murr, whichever one you prefer. Estrella is originally from Hawaii. She attended Menlo College in California. That's an NAIA program. She reached the NAIA National Finals this past year. Also very credentialed high school wrestler coming out of Hawaii. Bayless is from Wyoming Seminary in Pennsylvania, um, You know the, the nationally known credentialed prep school. Two-time national prep champ. She's currently ranked 12th nationally at 112 pounds by USA Wrestling. Calkins is from Liberty High School in Brentwood, California. Currently the number 16 overall women's high school wrestler in America, according to USA Wrestling. She won both the junior folk style and junior freestyle national titles last year. Currently ranked number one nationally at 200 pounds. And then Bellamer, another junior folk style national champ. She's currently ranked number six nationally, 144 pounds, four-time state champ from Nevada. She is also the daughter of longtime UFC vet Frank. Murr, and Bella herself, pretty successful MMA fighter, 2-0 record so far as I can tell. I caught up with Estrella, Bayless, and Calkins over the last week, just kind of talk about their commitments to the program, what it means to sign with Iowa, all sorts of other things regarding girls and women's wrestling. Um, Estrella is originally from Hawaii, so naturally I picked her brain about Clarissa, who's kind of a um, you know hometown hero back there. Bayless talked about being at Wyoming Seminary and kind of what that experience is like and that how that'll help her translate. Calkins from California, um, who has long been ahead of the curve when it comes to high school girls wrestling. So just kind of talking to her about her perspective from out there and um, kind of what it means to see a Division One Power 5 program launch a women's wrestling program. Um, lots of other things in these three conversations. Still working on catching up with Bella. She was actually on a family vacation this week, so um, hopefully going to connect with her soon. But I think you guys will enjoy these conversations today. So we'll go to them now, starting with uh, Nanea and then Ava Bayless and then ending with Sam Calkins. I will see you guys on the other side. Congratulations on the, I guess this is technically a transfer. Is that how we're calling this? Yes. Righteous. Okay. Um, let me start here first. How how do you pronounce your name? I don't want to screw it up. Okay. Um, it's Nanea. Nanea and then just Estrella. Is that right? Um, Estrella. Estrella. Okay. Right as it right as it looks. Perfect. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, this is I. Congrats on the uh, on the transfer and I guess recommitment. Um. This is I think you're the first transfer to join the program, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm super excited about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was going to ask, like, kind of, I know that the NAIA to NCAA jump can sometimes be um, unique, but what was what was kind of the process like for you? How did, when did you first decide you wanted to transfer? When did you first hear from Clarissa? What's, uh, kind of take, walk me through it from the beginning. Um, so, well, when I heard that Clarissa was going to be the head coach of University of Iowa, um, I was super stoked because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm from Hawaii as well. And I've always, like, looked up to her growing up because of 
you know, it's just a really, there's not much people who make it out there in Hawaii or who make it big in the mainland. So the people that do, they're really big role models to people, to little kids growing up in the sports like me. And I was super excited when I saw her be the head coach and just kind of put wrestling out there on the map in a sense, especially for female wrestlers. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that was kind of, that was kind of a peak of interest for me. And then as I started seeing, um, that was in the middle of my season as everything was going on. And as I started seeing everything and all of this news release, I just kept getting more and more excited. And I decided that I would love to be a part of that program that she's the coach of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, I've never been coached by a female. I looked into my history and I realized that all of my wrestling coaches have been male. And I thought that would be a great opportunity. And it's the perfect person that I could have as my first female head coach. Absolutely. Yeah. It sounds like it was just kind of the perfect storm when, when everything kind of came together here for you. It was absolutely. That's awesome. Okay. So, so does, does NAIA have a, do they have a transfer portal similar to like the NCAA? Is it all in the same thing? I, this, this, that probably sounds like a really dumb question, but I don't know how it works for on the NAIA side. Um, on the NAIA side, I believe that you just have to get released from the school and then it's pretty much all set from there. You just have to get released from the school and the schools have to contact each other and then from there, you're all set. I gotcha. Okay. So was this kind of, I, it almost sounds like you, you asked for your release and then maybe reached out to Iowa. Is that kind of how this whole thing went down or? Yeah. Yes. Um, I asked for a release because I just, I just decided that it was a really good opportunity for me to look into and I really wanted to take a chance. And so I asked the school for a release and I decided to contact Clarissa and that's where we went from. Absolutely. Okay. Well, is that, is there something kind of, um, you know, I, you call it wanting to take a chance, like there's gotta be something a little spooky about that, right? Cause you had a really good season for, for Menlo this past season, right? I mean, you guys got to the NCAA, the NAIA finals, um, you know, I, I, especially after what, at least a couple years off because of the pandemic, I don't know how, how often you guys were able to compete regularly, right? Yeah. And I'm also, I only had half a season cause I'm just coming off of a surgery as well. I got you. Um, and yeah, I, it was a little bit, it's a little bit of a jump to take. It's a bit scary, especially because it's a newer program and every other program that I've looked into or have been a part of has been established for so long. So it was a little bit scary that I'm going to be one of the first female wrestlers of the school, but it's a risk, not, not even a risk, I'd say. It's just, I feel like if it doesn't scare you, then... You're not out of your comfort zone enough. Absolutely, yeah. No, that that sounds really awesome. I because I, at the same time, you know, it's also kind of exciting, right? To to join a new program, you're going to be, you know, um, one of the many that's kind of charged with building this thing from the ground up, right? And and even then, you you're kind of bringing in a unique experience, um, you know, or, or just kind of a, a different type of mindset, right? Because she's been recruiting a lot of high school girls, but you know, you kind of already been through a college program for a few years. Is that you know, it, it almost it seems pretty easy to kind of view you as a leader just kind of stepping into that room once you guys all get to campus, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Um, I definitely am super excited to bring 
my experience to the table, especially with the girls who've never been in a college room or have never been in yeah, I've never been in a college room and I can't wait to share my experience and also show that like this program is going to be something special and just being that it's a D1 program and how the athletes are going to be treated differently and everything, it's just going to be something that's really special. Absolutely. And I really want to um, help the girls realize that and share that. That's awesome. That's really awesome to hear. So did you uh, did you take any visits or, or you know, come actually meet with uh, Clarissa at all? Or, or what was kind of the recruiting process like after you reached out to them? Yeah, after I reached out to them, um, Clarissa was super respectful about me finishing off my season. And I wanted to I wanted to just get my season done with Menlo and represent them as best that I could out there. And then once that was finished, I um, I decided to reach out to Clarissa and we kind of got into contact about coming for a visit. And um, I actually just recently, it was like last week, I believe, um, came up on the visit and it was super great. Yeah, so I came and visited and just kind of experienced the school tour and a cold day in Iowa, which is probably not even that cold. It was good spring event (laughs) but I was able to experience that and once I was walking around campus I just realized like I could see myself there and I loved it that's awesome that's really awesome to hear yeah it's funny you mentioned you know experienced a cold day in Iowa because I Clarissa even though she had spent the last few years in Colorado Springs she was uh um, not too, not too thrilled with some of the colder days that we had during the season. Like we got to, we've gotten to see her at a few other tournaments and like the girl state tournament here. And she was like, yeah, this kind of sucks. I'm not used to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially coming from Hawaii is not the best, not the best weather, but it's okay. Cold days, the go away. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is just being, being from Hawaii and that's obviously where Clarissa's from. You mentioned that like, is, is how much of a, like, is she like a legend back there? Like, is she, you know, like, cause she's been able to go on and do all these really cool things within the sport as an athlete, as a coach, and now obviously continuing to be a pioneer, right. For, for women's wrestling at the first D one power five program. Like, is she, how, how often did you hear about her growing up or how often, or how closely did you kind of follow everything that she was doing in the sport? I can say with probably 100% confidence that she is a role model and her name is said in every wrestling room in Hawaii multiple times throughout the season. I could say that with 100% confidence. Um, I watched her growing up on through the Olympics. Of course, I was young. I didn't know much about that then, but um, everybody heard about it and everybody saw the newspaper articles and just to see how much she's pioneering the sport, it was just amazing to see growing up. And we didn't have much people, especially in the sport of wrestling, that we could really look up to. But I could say with 100% confidence that she is definitely, her name is said in every single wrestling room in Hawaii. And she's a role model to every female wrestler in Hawaii. That's that's pretty awesome, and and especially like I, it seems like she you know has kind of paid this path, um, you know, for a lot of you guys who are from Hawaii. Because I know that you know just kind of being up in Fargo and and following a lot of the the girls' high school 
um, rustling that's really kind of blossomed over the last few years. Like I, I feel like Hawaii is one of those states that's always had a pretty strong presence, right? There's like Hawaii, there's California, Texas, and Washington are kind of in that tier as well. And um, you know, kind of shown maybe with some of your results too. I mean, you've been to the you've been to the Fargo finals before. You've competed really well at the Cadet World Team Trials. Like how how much has you know, like the, the sport in the state of Hawaii, um, you know, how much of the just the overall talent level that comes out of there is a credit to what, um, you know, Clarissa did and continues to do? Oh, it's very much accredited, yeah. Um, I believe that, well, the talent in Hawaii, because Hawaii was the first state to have a, to sanction female wrestling, the talent has been like unreal coming out from, and islands that are so small that you barely have any competition or practice partners. So the way that people have been able to compete has just been really amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, you mentioned just kind of how much of a legend she is just, you know, back in Hawaii and, and really all throughout, you know, USA girls and women's wrestling. Um, I mean, how, I mean, I, I feel like I might already know the answer to this, but how excited are you to, you know, be able to learn from her firsthand, right? You're going to be on the first Iowa women's team that, that she's going to be coaching, right? Like she's, she's your coach now. That's got to be pretty cool. Yeah, it's super cool. I'm really excited. Um, I'm so stoked for it. Yeah, I'm absolutely I'm absolutely super excited. I'm really happy that I'm going to be able to have somebody from home, you know, that's going to be my coach again because I haven't had that since high school. And, yeah, it's just going to be awesome. That's really cool. Well, I appreciate you picking up. What uh, what ultimately sold you on Iowa? Um, so I visited there, and I could just feel the – type of community that they were and their um, tremendous support that they were go- that they're going to give for um, the women's wrestling team it's something kind of not comparable to any other school in the nation right now um, to be able to wrestle at a big 10 school to be able to wrestle in Car- Carver Hawkeye arena is just um, just an amazing opportunity and I really could see myself there and um, being able to be coached by Clarissa Chun is just amazing. Um, I've worked with her a little bit before, and uh, she's just an amazing person, an amazing athlete, and I really want to learn from her. No, that's really, really cool. When did you uh, work with Clarissa previously? Um, I, a few different national team camps, um, and, yeah, just getting to know her there has, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What uh, what did you like most about just getting to work with her? Like, was there anything specific that she helped you with, or or I guess what was what were those experiences like? Um, so she's a smaller uh, she's a smaller wrestler as well, so um, she really knows that type of style, and she's just really good at her technique, and um, just it's awesome to have like women's coaches that are amazing wrestlers and be able to talk with you and um really just the type of person she is as well um yeah that's really awesome that's really awesome well and it doesn't sound like you're going to be uh you're going to lack for practice partners because i think a lot of the the girls that have already committed or have you know signed on to join the program there's a ton of lighter weights and and not just you know a lot of them but a lot of really good lighter weights i don't know how closely you've been paying attention to that yeah for sure the girls um that are signed there are all uh, super great wrestlers and i'm super excited to be able to train with them every single day 
Yeah, I, one of the questions I've I've asked, you know, all the girls that are you know signing on to to come to Iowa City is like, you know, this is it's what's what I mean. It's, it's going to be pretty special to be the first, right? Like you guys are going to make up the first roster for the Iowa women's program, and um, you know, I know you guys won't formally rep Iowa for another season, but just to to be you know the first girls on campus, the first women on the roster, like have you kind of thought about how cool that'll be, or kind of what that means to to you, you know, to be the first, right? Yeah, it's it's super crazy to think about. Um, I came to Wyoming Seminary in its second season, and that was a crazy experience being um, this uh, team in the nation that was well-known because we're wrestling freestyle year-round. And now to be able to do that at the college level at a Big Ten school is just insane to me, and I'm so, so grateful that um, this kind of happened right at the perfect time for me. Absolutely. Well, I, that's kind of interesting too, right? The, the Wyoming SEM, one of the few, um, I don't want to say one of the few, but like, you know, when you think of notable national prep schools, right? Like that's one that, you know, them like Highland Prep, Blair, all on the boys side. But what, what's it been like kind of being, you know, on the girls side of that equation? Because I mean, you guys just looking up your own personal results, you guys have been just as successful as they've been. Yeah, it's so cool to be in an environment with um, both a, a tremendous men's team uh, and women's team and to be able to collaborate with each other and just surround yourself with people that have the exact same goals as you is super important for success. And that's what we have at Wyoming Seminary. And we just feed off of each other and uh, both team successes. And I think that'll happen right at Iowa, too. Yeah. How much did just being part of that environment at Wyoming Seminary help you specifically? Like where do you feel like you've grown the most over the last few years? Um, Just really kids come from all over the country to come to Wyoming Seminary and learning everybody's different ways that they can, they work hard, um, the different ways that they train, the different ways that uh, they prepare mentally for competitions and uh, just being able to be friends with a lot of wrestlers and uh, not just on the mat learning from them, but outside of the mat, like what they do. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to get a lot of international travel and have other country teams come to Wyoming Seminary and learn from them as well. That's really, really cool. Well, and it sounds like, um, you know, just based on what you and Reese and then Gabe and Colby, there, is there a Wyoming Seminary to Iowa Pipeline building here? or? Um, it seems like it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's really cool to kind of see a handful of you guys, guys and girls, all come out here to Iowa City um, sooner rather than later. Um, when did you officially take your visit to Iowa City? Um, I actually just visited last weekend, so... Yeah, it all kind of happened super fast. So. I gotcha. I, were you looking at other schools? You're a senior, right? Yes, I am. Okay. I, what other schools are you looking at or considering? Um, there were a few different ones. Uh, I was also highly considering North Central as well. So They seem to be a – I don't want to say that that's a program that's come out of nowhere, but they've, they've been on a lot of people's radars lately, and then I, obviously they had a really good performance at the national tournament. They, that's, they, they seem like they've popped up out of nowhere a little bit. Yeah, they uh, are doing a great job recruiting and getting to know girls um, and doing a great job building that team. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, while while you were in Iowa City, like, was there a moment when everything kind of clicked for you or was it the whole thing or was there a moment that you remember thinking like, yeah, like, this is probably the place for me? 
Um, I mean, it really was the whole experience. Uh, it was amazing. Um, and one of the things that kind of stood out to me is uh, we talked to one of the volleyball players there, and she was just talking about the experience being an athlete there. And I could just tell the difference it is to, to be a, an Iowa athlete and the fan base that they have there and the support they get from the university. Um, it's just a little bit different. Um, and like I said earlier, it's super hard to compare to other schools. Um, it just seems like the whole Iowa, like the Hawkeye fans are going to be um, super supportive of the girls and take them in like um, how, how they support the boys as well. No, that's really, really cool. Um, yeah, I think I, I thought I maybe one of the last questions is just, you know, talking about the excitement and, and the support that you're, um, you know, that the all the girls have probably been feeling since they've announced their commitments. I, it does. Does it come with a little bit of pressure there that you guys maybe are going to have to, you know, not only compete, but kind of win right out of the gates? Or, or how are you? How are you maybe specifically approaching, you know, maybe some of these expectations that people might be throwing out there? Yeah, for sure. That's uh, it. Definitely brings pressure, but I think um, a lot of high-level wrestlers enjoy that pressure. That's what they kind of feed off of. That um, really it motivates you more than anything to um, go win national titles. Congratulations again. I know that this is, I, I feel like I'm congratulating all you guys or girls whenever you guys, um, you know, formally announce your commitments. But this is a really cool thing, right? Being part of the first Iowa women's program. Yeah, it is. It's definitely special. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you kind of thought about like how special this is and like what this means for like women's wrestling and division one women's wrestling and just kind of like the sport as a whole? Like, has that kind of, have you, have you thought about the gravity of it all? I mean, I think, I don't think I've thought about, like, how I can make a change, like, how I've impacted it, but I've thought of it as a whole. I mean, Iowa opening up a Big Ten school, Power Five, opening up a, a, D, a Division One women's program, it's just like a stepping stone, and it's it's exciting to see that, you know, a, like, these stepping stones are happening, but I'm excited to be a part of it, so... That's awesome. What was uh, what was your recruiting process like? Like, when did Clarissa first reach out to you? What was kind of the the process to get to you know a commitment? Um, she reached out to me after state. I actually had the help of um, one of her old coaches that I'm that is in the same area as me, um, Shannon William Yancey. Okay. I've known her forever. Like her daughter used to wrestle with me when we were younger. So she reached out to Coach Chun for me and put my name in along with one of my old national tea coaches, um, Brazil. And um, she reached out to me after state. We talked. Um, we set up a visit, and my brother had nationals that weekend, so it was kind of perfect. And then decided, like, literally, I told her I wanted to be a part of the school, like, three days after the visit. <laughs> so That's it was really, really cool. fast. Yeah, It was absolutely. really fast. What, uh, I, what other schools were you looking at? Um, I had it narrowed down between Iowa and Sacred Heart. Oh, okay, so you were like full send on going D one in some capacity. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. What I mean, what ultimately sold you on on Iowa? Because that's I, I imagine it's probably intimidating to kind of walk into a program that's I mean it's still not technically you know there's there's going to be a year before you guys even hit the mat yet right I mean officially as Hawkeye wrestlers right. Yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm actually looking forward to the retro year. I mean, the way. Um, the way Coach Chen talked about it with me is, and I like the idea of it, is I basically get a year of just focusing on my studies and a year to work with my teammates and 
a year to work with Coach Chun and don't have to stress about going in and competing right off the bat. I basically get a year of work, and she said we can still compete in open tournaments, but it's going to be because we're red shirts. We have to fund our own, like ourselves. But, um, yeah. And the part that sold me about Iowa is probably the, the family atmosphere there. It's not just, like, on the team, but it's, like, everywhere. Everyone in Iowa is super supportive. Um, that was, like, one of the main things. And then also Coach Chen. She's just, she's just great. She's a sweet lady. She's supportive. I told her what my goals are, and she told me that she would move mountains to help me reach my goals. So that meant a lot for me. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's really cool. You so the visit was that the same weekend as like the USA wrestling, like the sixteen U Junior National Showcase, whatever it was up in Cedar Falls. Yes, yes. Okay. What was the what was that visit like? Cause you're, I mean, you guys are from originally from California. Like that had to have been, um, you know, pretty different type of like atmosphere or experience. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely colder. Definitely colder. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, what, I mean, what did you think of Iowa City? Like, what all did you guys officially do on the visit? Because I know uh, Coach Chun has gotten pretty creative when she's able to get you girls on campus. Yeah, I mean, we um, we we got in, like, the night before, and then we had to visit the next day. So we stayed at the Graduate Inn, and then she picked us up. And I had my visit, actually, with another one of the recruits, um, Ava Bayless. Yeah, okay. So she put us together because we're both science majors. So um, we got to see a lot of the facilities. And then we had an early morning tour of the school. And then we went to breakfast. And we saw um, Carver Hawkeye. We met with the um, – gosh, I forgot what their um, – it's like they're like their communications people. So oh, yeah, they like told the sports information we, folks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We met with them, and then we saw the wrestling room, which was awesome. And then we saw the, the bottom of Carver in the arena, which was awesome. And then we got to see the dorms, and then we saw um, – we went to the athletic resource area where they have, like – and then we met with the guy who's going to be our advisor. And then we had to, my family had to leave because we had to get up to Cedar, uh, Cedar Falls for my brother's tournament. But I got yeah. You. Yes. Okay. So you got to, you guys got to see a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. When it comes to the, like, you know, the actual program building, like I, I, you know, Clarissa's up to, you know, I think 10 total commitments. I don't know if you and Bella have signed officially yet um, mm-hmm. or have you. I have yes. Okay, awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's ten of you girls now. Um, you know, the first ten signees in program history, right? Like we're gonna keep milking that until the program finally, you know, until you guys are walking out in Carver for the first duel. Um, yeah. What I is is there something like cool or in, intimidating or like what was kind of the pitch when you talked with Coach Chun about you know hey like you, you, we want you to be part of you know building this thing literally from the ground up like that's got to be. Like, what, what kind of ran through your mind during those conversations? I was I was honored. I mean, having a coach like Clarissa Chun in my corner, it's just it, that alone. But then I have a bunch of teammates who, and having the name Iowa, they're only going to recruit the best of the best, and I knew that coming in. So I'm, I'm excited because I'm going to have tough practice partners that are always going to be there to push me, and that's what I want. I want to be able to get pushed so that I can get better, but – all in all, it's intimidating coming into such a such a high, highly um, 
mm, blanket on the word. It's like a like such a well known program, yeah. and like all their success has come into it. Um, but I'm excited to be a part of the inaugural class, and hopefully, I can you know make a name for myself just the way I did in high school. That's awesome. Yeah. When did you start wrestling? Um, fourth grade. Fourth grade. Okay. So did you did you have any idea like or or any kind of knowledge of like collegiate wrestling at that point in time when you started or were you just kind of like yeah i'm gonna wrestle yeah i was just i just want to wrestle that was it i didn't <laughs> figure out until like collegiate wrestling until i was probably in eighth grade okay okay so not so, too long ago yeah okay did you did you think that there would be like you know i, I not just a division one women's wrestling program but like a division one women's wrestling program at like a power five school. And on top of that, like at a school that is traditionally known for wrestling, right? Like, did you think at all that that was going to be a possibility as you kind of went through high school? I hoped, but I didn't think it was going to happen anytime soon. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I thought it know. was going to be like after I graduated or like halfway through college or something. Yeah. How, so I guess how awesome was it to hear the news? I mean, I, it seems like everything about this program has been moving really, really fast, right? Like they announced it last September and then Clarissa gets hired two months later. And now, you know, it seems like she's just been on fire on the recruiting trail, just kind yeah. of bringing all you girls into the program. Like what's, what I did, what was kind of your thought process as you kind of watched everything unfold, you know, I guess starting with September when they announced the program last year? It was exciting. I mean, it's, it's, even if I didn't get recruited by Coach Chun, I mean, it's just, it's such a big moment in women's wrestling. It's just, it's like the start of so much more to come. And it was, it's just cool to like be there and like be witnessing it happening. And now I get to be a part of it. So. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing too is like, she's, she's bringing in a lot of you girls from California, which I think is really, really cool. Cause one, that means she's bringing in some hammers. Cause we know California has been really, really good at girls wrestling. Um, mm -hmm. but like you guys also kind of, kind of have this new perspective too of like, you know, California has been, you know, one of those States that's been ahead of the curve on this when it comes to, you know, girls wrestling at the high school level. Um, mm -hmm. like what, what's it been like kind of, you know, from your guys' perspective, kind of watching this whole girls and women's wrestling thing explode when, you know, I guess in California, that's, it's kind of been the norm, right? I mean, there's only a handful of States that can probably say that, or am I way off? Like it's, you know, you guys have been kind of growing with it. I don't know what the perspective is. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's cool. I mean, I think um, women's wrestling should be sanctioned in all states. I mean, I mean, if there's women's wrestling in every state, there should be it should be sanctioned in every state without a doubt. Um, but I think it's I think it's like unique to you know grow up and like watch like the growth of the sport that you love so much, and you get to see it expand, and you get to see other people fall in love with it, and just like grow in general. It's just it's it's just great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we, we've kind of seen it, you know, blossom here pretty quickly, right? Helen won in 2016, then we had, what, mm -hmm. four medalists at the Olympics, and then on top of that, you know, the continual growth at the high school level, the continual growth at the collegiate level, now we've got D1 Power 5 programs, there could be more at this time, two, three, four years from now. Where, where do you kind of hope mm -hmm. to see the sport be, you know, maybe by the time you're done with your collegiate career five years from now? I'm hoping to see more um, Division One schools, more opportunities for women. Um, definitely more sanctioned states for women's wrestling. Um, I actually think it's. I thought Iowa was sanctioned, but it was kind of crazy that they weren't. But um, yeah, just like the growth in general, you know, have more have more girls be a part of it. 
Yeah, you're, you're, you are not the first to be confused by the fact that Iowa has not been sanctioned until I think like what, February or no, jan- late January was when they formally announced that they were going to add the sport. Yeah. Um, kind of, kind of a weird deal. We, we could talk about that later if you're super interested, but I'm glad they finally crossed that bridge. Yeah, me too. Excellent conversations there with all three of those new Iowa women's wrestlers, future Hawkeyes, going to be in Iowa City sooner rather than later. Um, just love the perspective that they all brought. Love talking with all of them. And, um, you know, kind of to give you guys maybe a little peek of, you know, inside journalism, what it's like um, kind of doing my job a little bit. Just honestly really excited about the the new trove of, of potential stories and characters that we're going to be able to kind of dive into and meet and share their stories a little bit, right? Um, you know, I think that's going to be a really fun part, um, at least about my job when it comes to covering a brand new program. Um, you know, you kind of get to chronicle the beginnings of this thing. So once they, um, you know, if they're able to kind of match the expectations that a lot of people have, um, going to be kind of cool to kind of see them build that from the ground up, right? It's going to be a lot of fun to kind of follow their results at open tournaments, um, you know, you kind of heard Sam talk a little bit that, hey, like they're, they're going to kind of be able to be students for a first year and, you know, get to wrestle a little bit. And, yeah, you know, and then the year after that, they'll, they'll step on the mat and be Hawkeyes. So it'll be um, it'll be a lot of fun to just kind of see what, um, you know, kind of how this thing builds and, and get to share the stories of the characters here and there and, um, you know, kind of get to follow this thing literally from the ground up, which is kind of a unique uh, perspective that, um, you know, maybe not a lot of people get. So just really excited to, you know, kind of see this thing continue to build and the excitement continue to build. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people tend to ask whenever we get new commitments, um, you know, or whenever we write about new commitments is that like, hey, like when when's the next D1 Power 5 school going to do it? Um, you know, so far as I've heard, I'm, I'm not sure. I still think, you know, you can kind of lean on, you know, a lot of the same things that we said beforehand, you know, when Iowa first announced the program that you can kind of look at, you know, look, look at the, the programs that have pretty strong women's wrestling presences in their RTCs, um, you know, like in Arizona state, for example, like in Oregon state, um, Wisconsin's got some high powered women up there. Um, UNC has, has some pretty good women that are training down there. You know, I think if you look there, you might be able to find the hints or the clues of the next D one power five program. Um, you know, but at the same time, just, you know, the more I've kind of talked to people in and around the sport, the more I think a lot of ADs are kind of cautious. Um, I think they want to see how this goes for the Hawkeyes first. You know, I think they're they're kind of willing to, to you know, bide their time a little bit more. And that was a large reason why, you know, we really hadn't seen a ton of you know, movement when it comes to power five women's wrestling programs beforehand. Um, you know, I mean, even look, I mean, look at the Hawkeyes. It took a lawsuit, you know, a title nine lawsuit for them to, you know, formally add women's wrestling. Right. So, um, not sure that they would have done that if not for the lawsuit, at least not this quickly. Right. So, um, you know, just, it'd be kind of interesting to see, you know, once, once the, the Hawkeye women, I don't, I don't know if it'll be, you know, during their red shirt year, maybe it'll be during their first year of actual competition, um, you know, maybe once we start seeing these girls compete, that'll, that'll maybe supercharge some schools into really kicking it into high gear and, and maybe we'll see them, you know, I've heard rumblings out of Oklahoma state as well. Haven't really heard a lot about Penn state. Haven't heard a lot about Michigan, some of these other, you know, um, programs that we're hearing about, but, um, for some reason I've just, I've got my eye on, on Oklahoma state a little bit. I've got my eye on Arizona state a lot, got my, uh, you know, just kind of very curiously looking at Oregon state and Wisconsin as well as, as perhaps the next one. So, 
Um, you know, I think a lot of people maybe thought that it was going to be a domino effect that, hey, now that the Hawkeyes have a women's program, let's, uh, you know, the, the next one's going to come even sooner. And, um, you know, we're only, what, eight months after the Iowa announced their women's program and still no movement yet. But, um, you know, that's that's not a long time. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how much longer it goes or how much longer it takes for the next Power Five program to be announced. And, um, you know, maybe the second domino is the one that it that is going to take for for a lot of these schools to start popping off. I don't know. Those are the things that I've heard. Those are just some thoughts that I have off the top of my head. I'd, I'd like to see the next one soon. I'd like to see the next one tomorrow, you know, um, but that's just, that's just not how these things work. There's a lot of moving parts, um, you know, and even if you look at the case of the Hawkeyes, there were a lot of moving parts to get the women's program off the ground. So um, exciting times indeed in the sport of wrestling, exciting times indeed for, for women's wrestling as a whole. So that's really all I've got today, guys. Thanks a bunch for listening. Um, kind of wanted to get you in and out here on a Friday, and here we are 45 minutes in. So um, be sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your shows. Follow you boy on Twitter at Cody Goodwin, Instagram Cody J Goodwin, and of course, be sure to subscribe to catch all my stories, mailbags, analysis, and videos. Going to continue to try and hopefully do these one a week. Um, might have a couple more coming down the pike here because I know at the end of the month is the uh, you know Cadet World Team Trials, the Junior and Senior U.S. Opens. Um, there's the National uh, Women's Wrestling Recruiting Showcase going on out in Vegas. Not sure if I'm going to be able to get to Vegas yet. We still got our fingers crossed for that one, but um, we're going to have some coverage both before the event and after the event as well because obviously age level world team trial um you know junior national championships and senior u.s open those are kind of big deals right so uh we're gonna we're gonna stick to covering a lot of the big deals so gonna be a lot of fun you can find links to subscribe and follow all of my stories and updates um you know as well as everything else from the past uh, few weeks or so in the show notes thanks again for listening you guys have a happy friday and we will talk again soon 